Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we've got all the news you can handle out of WWDC, including new iPads, new Macs, that funky little HomePod speaker thing, and we talk about all the iOS updates that you expect us to. It's Don't Panic, and it's going to start for you right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 164, recorded June 5th, 2017. It's a fully baked, buttery smooth drag fest. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic. We are back, and we are ready to talk back technology, well-rested, ready to go. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by uh, by two guys who are just keynote fanatics. It is Dan Miller and Colby Rabideau, gentlemen. It's true. Welcome. Thank you. Are you enjoying a little bit of the High Sierra, as they, as they call it? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not currently, but... Mm. It's, it's, they're opening like dispensaries and stuff in Massachusetts soon, supposedly. So that's right. It's only it's a matter psyched. of time. I thought that those jokes were pretty funny, especially because I knew it was coming. So when I watched it, uh, <laughs> uh, what did he say? Uh, it was fully baked. No, no, no. He assured said, me it's fully baked. No, no, no. He said something before that was also a pun before he said the name. So on the rewatch, uh, I should have written down what it was. Mm. Um, I forget, but I, I enjoyed that joke. Oh, I thought nice. overall the jokes, it was like, it was a pretty funny one. Like there, some of the external speakers were a little cringy as is usual, but like the Apple jokes, the opening video was, wasn't that as was, good as the last one, but it was pretty good. Solid. What was like, the last one? I don't remember that. The last one was the one with, uh, they were like behind the scenes. It was some sort of like, uh, I don't know. People were rushing around backstage. There were celebrities. I forget. I forget what the like premise was. Mm. I remember that one being really good. Oh, where is it like apps? Like people were different apps or something. I I don't. Mm. Remember. Yeah, I like the uh, uh, the the uh, the Apple spaceship campus jokes, and you know there were there were some good ones that they they threw in there. They always have a nice. I Craig Federici. I could just listen to that guy go on for. He's so enthusiastic about the magical, amazing, best in the world everything. I would listen to him talk about computational neural nets all day long. Uh, well, that, that was, that, that's basically what we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was going to be my opening joke, and I figured it was too on the nose. I was going to say this show is individually tailored by machine learning while still protecting your privacy. Um, because that's that's what we do here at Don't Panic. Um. Yeah, it was a fun. It was a fun uh, event. Before we get to WWDC, you got to get some stuff out of the way. Uh, I want to thank everybody who uh, is listening to the show as always, but especially those joining us live on Facebook. Uh, it's Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, which means we're live at Facebook.com/slash Don't Panic Show. You can go there, comment on the Facebook page, and we'll be watching it all show long. Uh, and let us know your thoughts. You can also give us a call on our phone number, which for the moment still exists. That number is. 508-644-TECH. That's 508-644-8324. It's there on the number. Uh, right there on the screen for you as well, gentlemen. Any uh, any personal banter we want to do before getting into? I mean, we did we did a show a month ago, and then before that, it, took, <laughs> it was a whole nother. So it's been basically like two months. Now, you were in a different state the last show we did, right? <laughs> I was in I was two thousand miles away from my current location, give or take. Um, I'm wow. now much closer to you. You can tell the latency is a lot better, right? Because I'm a lot closer. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot smoother. Um, right. it's a little, it's a little later in the evening, um, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, no, I am now in the great state of Massachusetts. This is now, if you can believe it, the fourth headquarters of the coffee and beer podcast network. Um, wow. if you can, Have if it, you can believe it, 
have we been doing it for four years well that's it's it's our loose anniversary actually june 16th was the first show we ever did but it was on wwdc ios 7 four years ago tonight episode number 164 can you believe it holy moly that's like 164 hours uh and that's without all our our before and after time oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah it's bad what have we done (laughs) with our lives guys seriously this is time we'll never get back <laughs> I don't know the return on investment. We made almost how many dollars? Oh god, we've made over ten dollars. Now, no, so, if you if you subtract expenses, we're quite in the hole. <laughs> I, I was gonna say recently, I've noticed our uh, AWS charges for for like the podcast files and stuff has gone up like three hundred percent from like no. thirty cents a month to like a dollar thirty a month hard to say why that's the case it's unsustainable that's unsustainable yeah. i mean seriously we, advertisers we need you so please <laughs> we'll sell out to anybody um <laughs> but that's great hey no we appreciate everyone who's who's listened to some i don't think anyone's listened to all of them but those who've listened to some of the episodes um we've been on all of them so uh we we appreciate that um anything else going on guys or uh, or should uh. we should we jump into WWDC. I, know, I wish like it would be like nice weather. Oh my god, how why did I move up north? Like what the I hell was I thinking? Like it was hey, gorgeous listen, it and sunny. Be, it could be ninety-eight degrees and humid as all hell. So let's let's I kind of almost down. prefer that's that true. though. That's true. That's no, what no, I no, used no. to live in, Dan. <laughs> that's <laughs> really no. That's what, I'd, I'd have to put in my air conditioner. I'd really rather not do that. <laughs> I am also avoiding that. My house is yeah. cold. I've been wearing like jeans and a sweatshirt, guys. What's going on? Where'd the sun go? I miss we it don't so really much. have the sun up here anymore. Oh, God damn it. Right. Yeah. Global warming, man. It's the worst. <sighs> climate, climate change. The sun is going away. <laughs> that can't be good. The sun moved to Europe, too, so. Mm-hmm. Can't blame it. Can't blame it. No, I'm out of no. here. <laughs> Flip the table. Got out. Um, very good. Well, all right. Well, then let's uh, let's jump into the news. As we mentioned, the big story this week: WWDC, the Worldwide Developers Conference for the Apple Computer Corporation. Um, over five thousand attendees, as as noted by CEO Tim Cook, uh, on hand to witness their keynote announcement. This is one of the big Apple events of the year. And guys, I got to be honest with you. I am kind of I'm I'm officially over Apple keynotes. Really? Wow. They're not they're because Apple doesn't innovate anymore. All they do is they improve on stuff and good for them. Mm. I think it's great. I'm glad. But the whole point of a keynote is to wow you. I could have done this at a press release and been just as satisfied. <laughs> All right. I I will I will disprove you. I I felt that way at a couple points throughout the presentation, but Unlike past presentations, there were a couple of points where I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it took them two and a half hours to do that. That's my point is like, you know, when it got to the point where they were demonstrating a file system on iPad. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> like, I was like, enough. Stop this. I don't need to know. It's the most magical, amazing, uh, best in the world right, file. Let's talk I about- think there was some some jest in that, though, like like. I don't think it was poking fun at themselves a little bit. Like I don't. Think I feel so. like somebody had to be like, "This is bit. this is hilarious." But but also, hang on. Let's talk about let's let's go out of order. Let's talk about the file system thing. The file like 
I I think the idea that they're slowly turning iOS into a full-fledged thing and taking it really slow and taking the things that are really good about iOS but making it so you don't have to sacrifice anything, really interesting. For example, the file file browser thing wasn't really feasible because there were no files. There were files. If you're an app developer, like you can write files, but you can only see the files you've written. You can't see anyone else's files. On the Windows and on Mac, if you write an application, you expect to be able to see all the files that the user can see. That's how it works. But on iOS, it doesn't work that way. And it's much better because you can't have some rogue application go download all your bank statements or encrypt your hard drive and hold you for ransom. You can't do these things on iOS. So the file system thing is actually really neat because it looks to you like the user, like you like you get all the benefits of software you would have on a Mac, but to the developer, it's the same. They can't go reaching into this magic blob. You have to drag things from one app to the other. That's like an explicit granting of permission. You have to open things in apps, and it's not built on this idea that apps can just open any file they want. And I think that that's actually really cool. Uh, I wasn't expecting them to ever have this, really. But I think now that they do have it, it means that, and I guess we'll talk about the iPad stuff later, that you could, I think you could make a real computer out of this, like, real soon. I think we're within, like, five years of, like, Xcode and pretty much anything on a iPad Pro in a different way than you're used to, but in a totally feasible way. None of this, like... uh, cutting corners stuff like you kind of have to do now well and 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 don't don't get me wrong i think it's awesome and i'm totally on board and actually we'll, when we get i i'm gangbusters on ipad so don't don't get me wrong you know i love that word uh don't don't get me wrong on that but all i'm I just saying had a, is an, a flash of like sean jennings bumper stickers or something that say i'm gang i'm going gangbusters if you if you ever run for office sean that that can be your campaign it would only be better if during a debate you use the word slobber knocker then if you're gangbusters for slobber knockers it would be amazing oh my goodness no my only point is that it took until ios 11 for this that's my only problem is don't act like it's it's cool but like it's not earth shattering like it's not it's not revolutionary it's a good idea and they should do it and i'm glad they did it but don't act like oh my you know i'm just saying i'm so would you rather that it was just like 30 minutes in and out yes yes unless they're introducing something really crazy cool so in my in my little notepad here right i've got my my notes i literally was writing during the event um, and this is where I wrote down all of the things that I found noteworthy during the event. None of it's any of the big shit. Uh, Amazon Prime on TVOS, right? Oh, um, I was really excited about that. Oh, my God. Let's yeah. see. Steam, Steam and VR now on Mac. That's interesting, right? But none of, it's none of the big shit. It's all the like little bits and pieces that they could have done in 30 minutes. That's all I'm saying is you didn't have to walk me through like, oh, we've reskinned this app to make it look better. And I'm like, oh, cool. Just push yeah. the update, bro. Like, I don't calm down. I mean, this is also for the developers at the conference, and it's a piece of entertainment. And you're exactly right, Dan. And that was my realization is that finally... And this is why I don't know why everyone makes a big deal about it. It is a developer conference, and the keynote is for developers. And if you're not a developer, I don't know why you give a shit about this. You should just wait (laughs) until the fall event when they re-announce all the iOS stuff alongside the new phones. (laughs) And then, like, who cares? Because I didn't understand half of the, like, uh, Metal 2 has uh, neural net uh, processing. Shaders. What the f***? 
I, it was very confusing. Half precision computation, Sean. Yeah, what can can we take a quick break and like Dan can explain to us what that is? I certainly don't know what that is. I suspect is. that it means that like if you have a sixty-four bit floating number, you uh, could like do math operations with it out to like the full precision of sixty-four bits, or you could just only do it halfway if you don't really care. And you can do double the math if you if you only use half the number. Perhaps so, that that was what how I think that works, but I have no, I don't actually know. So if I understand, that means the calculator is going to be a lot faster on the new iOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, as long as you accept, as long as you accept that it is actually wrong. Mm, oh, all right. Oh, that's a bit of a caveat, but all right. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I think we should just go through. Let's go through chronologically. We can hit the the small stuff that you don't care about, Sean, in as little mm-hmm. time as that's most as of it. You All right. Yes. Yeah, so let's do it chronologically, starting with Watch OS. Uh, Dan, yeah, you're, you're... I, I have a watch. I you don't. Do? But what happened? Because this is a part I didn't see. Um, there wasn't too much new. Um, the the one thing I wrote down about it I thought was neat is that you'll be able to use the NFC and the watch to connect to uh, exercise equipment at the gym. And it'll trade information back and forth. And I'm like, why? Do, they need to do that with fucking everything in the world. Like, I want to be able to tap my watch on, like, anything, and it, they start talking and doing fun I things. I think the gym is the great first place they do that, Oh, it's though. brilliant. It's so smart. So I was gangbusters on that. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that's that's a drinking have, game for tonight. The, uh, How many times I say yeah. gangbusters? <laughs> they had the Siri watch face, too, right? They did, the uh, customized I, to your machine learning that I was face. pretty psyched about because currently I just have the calendar on my watch face, but I don't like I don't really care about my calendar on the weekends, right? So it would be mm-hmm. great if they could just swap. It sees that there's nothing on my calendar for the day, so it decides to show me something else. And like it takes up so much real estate on the thing. Makes I, sense. Yeah, I like Although watch I, face. I'm curious, Dan. I want to hear your report back after they launch this, only because the because Siri does that now. Um, somewhat on iOS a little bit, and I have found it's not very good. So what do I'm, you mean? Like suggesting things, and it's there's going to be more in iOS 11. She does it a little bit now with like you know, oh, do you need directions to this, or it would take you so long to get to there, or just some of the like Siri auto suggest mm-hmm. stuff. I don't, it never works for me. So anyway, the directions things worked for me, but that's the only really that's the only one I've really seen. You let us know. Uh, there's a bunch of fitness stuff. Um, uh, you know, uh, the you can do like back to back workouts and new like uh, challenges within the fitness app. Um, a lot of fitness stuff. There, uh, Dan, I know this is important for you, a Toy Story watch face, so you can have Woody or Buzz mm-hmm. Lightyear, and they'll do, like, fun things on your watch. Hey. And, uh, that that part seemed weird to me. Does the Mickey Mouse one do fun things on your watch, too? It, like, taps its foot. Oh. Yeah, no, these have, like, little animated, you know, silly things happening on your watch. The, the, yeah, the, the developers love it. That sounds to me... Yeah, that sounds to me like a marketing feature. You could put that shit up in the stores and uh, people mm. be really impressed. The rubes out there. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a new music app as well to make finding and playing music easier, um, including automatic downloading of music directly to the watch based on uh, what you play to make it easier to use with AirPods. Mm. Um, I still haven't tried that, so I'll have to do it at some point. How much onboard storage is there on the watch? Do we do, do we know out of purely out of curiosity? Several gigabytes, <laughs> Several, but not more many than gigabytes. 10, <laughs> All right, I'm just curious. That not less than sixteen. Makes, I, the number that came to mind was eight, but 
Could be. I could be wrong. Um, anyway, that's pretty much all there was with Watch OS 4 coming right, well. this way. Um, let's talk, um, I'm thinking in TV order. TV. TV. Yeah. Uh, there really wasn't, other than Amazon Prime, was there anything yeah. else new? They, they, I, this part I watched, they were talking about those more uh, things that work with the TV app, which I have noticed. Oh, uh, like so 50 almost, plus services, they said. Yeah, almost nothing works with the stupid single sign-on thing. You have to live in Hawaii to use that piece of crap. I mean, I'm sure it's great, just no one's like signed up for it. Uh, but I have noticed that I, uh, I don't know, I definitely pay for all these cable channels that I have signed into, like their apps for on my Apple TV. I pay for all of them, but I also have them on mm-hmm. Apple TV, right? Uh, and the, the TV app... As soon as, like, when I just had HBO in there, which is what I had for months, it was like, okay, this is just a worse HBO interface. But now that I have, like, HBO, to- Showtime, Sci-Fi, sorry, Sifi, and all these <laughs> other things in there, it is really great because it'll show you, like, hey, do you want to watch American Gods? You can start watching it right now, and it looks like you like American Gods because you're watching Twin Peaks. It's like, oh, this is, like, there's so much TV out there now that, that mm. I, I'm I'm a fan of the TV app now that I have a lot of stuff plugged into it and it's more filled out. I do so. enjoy the TV app. I just wish Netflix was in it because like a full fifty percent of the stuff that I watch is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, and the rest is spread around other things and available in there. But I wonder if that'll change. Uh, wait. If you do a series search on Apple TV, it will bring you into Netflix, right? Interesting. Yeah. I wonder why it doesn't just work with Apple TV. That's sort of, or the TV app. That's sort of weird. Because like Siri knows, like Siri can index all of that stuff clearly, so it knows that it's there. Mm. Uh, I bet they just want you to go through the Netflix app. Yeah. Like, they want you to see the banner at the top and like, you know, have to see that Kimmy, the new season of Kimmy Schmidt's out, and like, yeah. uh, this other new show is coming out the next time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. All right. But maybe maybe they'll cave to I don't know. Well, I they cave to Amazon Prime, so That's true. Um and and it's fully expected we'll see new Apple TVs in the fall. I would think now that they have Amazon Prime and Amazon's huge pushing 4K, it would not surprise me to see a 4K Apple yeah, TV. Yeah, I hope this we fall. see a 4K mm-hmm. one. I I, I, I was talking to Sean before the show. I still have no desire to get 4K. My TV broke. I, I guess I would try to get one that has 4K, well, but I don't really. Know. As someone whose TV broke and had to go buy a new TV, I'm, unless you get like a dirt cheap Black Friday, you know, take it off the pallet TV, um, they all have 4K. They all have 4K. Yeah. So at, can, at this point, it's kind of no Can you still not get a not smart TV? Are they <laughs> all smart? It's different levels of smart. Like the Vizio I have, it's got the Google Cast built in. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it doesn't have any other smart stuff. So it's just mm. different manufacturers have different. It's kind of like it's kind of like Windows apps and Windows 10, where if you're just really smart, you can just ignore them and act like they're not there. <laughs> uh huh. And you just forget they exist until you need. Yeah, them. but but then they're like they're like doing stuff on your TV, like recording you or whatever. Yeah. I remember the other day. I remembered that my TV has a camera built into it. Freaked out. You're gonna put the little tape, <laughs> the little tape over it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So that's tvOS up next macOS uh, as we alluded to earlier high Sierra is the name as uh, <laughs> yeah. as Apple wanted to tell you it's all about technology 
which is literally yeah. their entire fucking company. And uh, it is about improvements, refinements. Um, a lot of things there. Uh, I'll just give you some of them. Safari uh, is getting an update. Of course, they pointed out it's very fast. Good for them. Um, but some privacy stuff in there as well. It's going to block site tracking um, of you across sites. And it's also going to stop autoplay videos automatically. This that is interesting. Was- yeah. And what's a interesting, power move. it's also in the mm-hmm. rundown, and we're not going to get into it too much, but Google announced Chrome is going to be doing the same thing uh, early next year, um, including stopping autoplay videos, interstitials that take up the entire screen, other annoying or intrusive advertisements. Wow. So that'll be nice. GG, uh, what's that What's that called? It's not Bloomberg. It's uh, Business Insider. Nice knowing you, Business Insider. I, I'm still business amazed at how bad. Oh, business Insider is the one that. Are they the one that like never lets me read the thing I click into because I have an ad blocker installed? I think they are. Yeah, Forbes. Yeah. Mm, Forbes. Mm. Um. Let's see. Photos got an update. So new editing tools in there and filtering tools to sort images by keywords or faces. Um. Did either of you use the? the photos app on mac yeah i do i don't have a mac oh fine <laughs> so Ew. so no <laughs> I I so i like i am a slight photos power user like i have a kind of nice camera and i sometimes take pictures with it and i import them all into photos and i edit some of them and for mm. like that it, it works really well it works a lot better than iphoto that's a, that's good a glowing yeah. endorsement yeah I wish I had a way to organize photos because I have a zillion and I just scroll through them chronologically. And so I am always looking on windows. The search in, uh, in Apple photos is pretty good. Like it'll, it'll do some of the stuff that the Google photos will do your search for a car or, uh, something like that. And it'll figure it out. Google photos is a lot better. Uh, so you should try Google Photos. I do. I do use Google Photos, and it does most of the work. Um, the problem is it doesn't. It does all my mobile photos well. I haven't had a good time getting old photos into it. Mm. Um, but you're right. For the mobile stuff, no, they do a pretty good job. Um, but what I want is a system. I'm willing to put in the time to categorize all my photos, but like I did that with Picasso back in the day. And then that stopped existing, and now I'm really worried if I invest all this time <laughs> You've again. You've been burned before. That's literally, I kid you not, the only reason I still use iTunes is because years ago, I spent hours and hours and hours getting all the album art and making sure it was all right and thousands of songs, mm. and I just will never give it up because I'm still that's mad a, about that's that. That's kind of why I haven't really tried Apple Music as an alternative to Spotify is just because, it's time. I don't know, I'm, I'm like years, half a decade into Spotify now, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I won't leave Pandora. I'm right there yeah, with you. Right, right. Yeah, I, I never got into Pandora, luckily. So so I'm I'm like one, one iteration of music things ahead. Um, let's see. Also on High Sierra, we have the new file management system that one of you really needs to tr- explain because I did not understand why it was system? better. Yes. Uh, I mean, okay, this one's kind of hard. <laughs> Try me. I can explain. I I think I can explain the demo thing that they that they showed where it was like this copy this duplicating these files is really slow, but up oh, now it's really fast. Um, it's magic. Is that what you were confused about? I was just really just in general. Just really the whole thing, the new file system. Uh, basically, a, I will read you what the Verge wrote. 
um, and see if this helps you. Um, a big part of this will be Apple's file system replacing the hierarchical file system, which the company claims its own file system will be more safe and stable. It will also be much faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Enough said. Uh, things that AP Apple file system APFS can do is like the cop. The reason the copy thing is so fast is because it knows that if you're copying a file, nothing has changed. So instead of copying the file, it creates a new fake file and says this file is actually this file. But as soon as you change either one of those, then it will make the copy. So, like, copying things is super fast, and only when you edit them does it actually, like, do stuff on your hard drive. Because at the point that you copy a file, there's no point in creating a duplicate. It is exactly the other thing. That's kind of fantastic. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Copy on write. It's a Um, computer thing. See, this is the kind of stuff that I'm glad they do a keynote for. Because I never, no one would ever know about this if they didn't tell anybody. Yeah. The other thing, uh, it, it... I forget what feature it is, but it should be able to do time machine backups a lot faster because it can check files. Oh, it, it inside like the computer, it's keeping track of the whether any of your files have changed, uh, and it can perform this operation really, really quickly. It can also it also means that uh, if any of your files get corrupted because of some like hardware failure, it can tell immediately that the file got corrupted because it has this like special thing it can check against. But so that makes it good for like data integrity because you'll know if your data's gone bad. Most of the time you just don't know if your data's gone bad and it probably has. Uh, and it's also good for time machine backups because it can identify very quickly what exactly it needs to like put up to the cloud or into your thing, your hard drive. Mm. Well, seems very cool. I feel like, is this just going to like roll out to all computers? That yeah, seems impressive to me. Like, well, if they're just they going to like. That's what they did for iOS. Yeah, right. But it seems like, I, I don't know, like, it seems like iOS might be easier. Like, there's yeah, like less, less, I don't know, chaos. More well, stuff is like in iCloud and it's less risky. Mm-hmm. But I, I like, from what I I never heard any horror stories about upgrading to iOS 10, so uh, I feel like they're probably it's probably going to be fine. Well, they did say uh, Hi Sierra would be supported on any machine that has Sierra on it currently. So um, there you go. If you're still running, I don't know Leopard, Mavericks. you're not going to get it. <laughs> um, What's a weird Oh El Capitan El Capitan. El Capitan. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Um, The last thing on Mac OS High Sierra was uh, support for VR uh, in partnership with Metal 2. They got more Metal um, to juice uh, juice that graphics performance. And we saw that cool demo from the Star Wars people. Uh, I think it's, you know, I've been very clear on the show, my constant and unrelenting skepticism around VR. Um, But I do want to see it succeed. Like, I would like to see it. I don't think it will, but I'd like to. about their their Mac demo is that they they didn't try to show a game. They showed how, like, real people are using this to do real work. And that work is, like, imagining scenes in movies and very quickly prototyping things and messing around with lighting and, like, stage setting. So, like, that's what I've been saying this whole time is the real power of VR is not... Like, games are going to be cool, but it's not really going to take off until 
you go into work and for certain lines of work you need a computer that does this and now like you could get a mac that does this well we had a we have a story in the rundown we're probably not going to get to um that walmart is testing vr for its employees to train them on how to deal with situations like black friday so like a black friday simulation in virtual reality <laughs> that's crazy whoa <laughs> yeah that's terrifying uh, can we talk about the uh, actually i don't think this was in never mind I don't oh think the ar stuff we'll get to that no, I was talking about the ML kit stuff. I forget where that was. Um, that is a good question. I don't know. Let's talk. About, it's more interesting on the iPhone. So okay. Let's talk about it. Well, I, I, Dan, that's a great transition. Uh, High Sierra will be available later this year, uh, presumably in the fall. Uh, developer beta is available right now. Uh, but let's continue on because we've got iOS, iOS 11 coming soon to a phone or tablet near you. Um, a lot of features in iOS um, 11. I'll try and break down some of them, but we won't go through all of them. Uh, Apple Pay is expanding to person-to-person payments, taking on Venmo. Um, oh, my God. It is I wanted uh, to talk about powered this. through iMessage. Uh, the way it will work is uh, you'll be able to send money to somebody, uh, verify it with your Touch ID and your payment information in Apple Pay, um, and that money will be cashed in like a, a virtual gift card of sorts. Uh, Apple will hold on to the money, though you can transfer it out to your bank account or use it on other Apple Pay purchases. Yeah. Good news. So, I, was pretty, I was pretty excited about this. The thing that got me is like you can, I mean, if you can use the, the Apple Pay, you know, whatever cash thing, like a credit card coley moly like that's <laughs> that's their like that's the venmo killer if you can do that right because like i mean i use yeah. venmo it's the most convenient one that exists but i always end Sorry, up with Jeff. like a hundred dollars in my in my venmo account that i you know at some point transfer to my thing but like if i could spend it at stores i would just use that all the time yeah and suddenly apple's a bank <laughs> yeah. Oh no! no. <laughs> Seriously, they'll, they'll stash your yeah. money overseas. They won't pay in taxes right. on it. Don't worry. No, about no, it. and they'll reinvest it. Absolutely. Well, yeah, uh, that's 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 how like Venmo and PayPal yeah. work, right? Like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was well, pretty I excited about this. Right. I think this is one of those things that makes total sense. Kind of like, uh, I don't know, like Apple Music. Like it, even like it just has to be pretty good and it's going to make a lot of money and people are going to use it because it's built in. It's really like, yeah, it's going to be great. Well, and for me, it's just one more nail in the coffin of why I'll never be friends with someone who has an Android phone. <laughs> like, like literally, no, I was, I think we talked about this on the Slack. I, I literally, at this point, if you have an Android phone, you're a chump and I don't want to talk to you because all the cool features <laughs> wow. only work in Apple phones. Fight, fight and worry. I'm just saying, don't uh, be that right, guy. I mean, we don't know what, what's that? What's the Google messenger thing called? Uh, Allo, uh, what is it? Allo. Uh, we Allo. don't know that. We don't have. They don't have Google Wallet on Allo. Maybe they do. Maybe you're the chump. Is that's what I'm. <laughs> Look, that's true. Maybe maybe they've been living this life for years and we just didn't know. All I'm saying is, if the day ever comes where you get an Allo <laughs> request from me to send you money via Google Wallet, please put me out of my misery. <laughs> don't let me live like that. Um, All right, moving on. Siri. Uh, we've got Siri improvements. Uh, Siri will now be able to form translations from English to Chinese, French, German, Italian, or Spanish with more languages coming later. Um, Siri will also be getting smarter about suggestions, including on-device learning. Uh, This will be synced across all your Apple devices, which means the Siri you have on your phone is the same Siri that's on your iPad and your Mac. Um, 
She will give, she or he will give suggestions based on personal usage of Safari, news, mail, messages, and more. For example, as Siri learns topics or places a user is interested in while browsing Safari, they will be suggested when typing in mail messages and other apps. This sucks. Whoa. Let me tell you why. How, mm. many, how many times have you been on Amazon and you're like, I wonder how much an industrial orange juicer machine would cost. And yeah. you look at them, you're like, oh, it's $600. That's less than I thought it would have been. And then you yeah. get ads for industrial juicers have on every this? fucking this, website. Sean? This happens all the time, Dan. No, and no, it's no, but spooky. I'm curious. Have you looked at industrial juicers? We did on Up for Debate. We did. Oh, that's right. That's right. During mm. the show, we did. And I, I came very close to buying one because those are dope. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, and then all of a sudden you're on Instagram and you're getting ads for Amazon industrial juicers. And you're like, I don't even know how this is happening to me. That is what terrifies <laughs> me. Like there is such a, th- I wrote down. And I'm gonna I'm gonna quote myself here, which is um, I know ah oh shit I know I wrote it. I don't want Siri recommendations exclamation point was what I wrote. <laughs> so I am not on board with this. But please, guys, talk me off the ledge. Well, I I will say like mm, I feel like my my favorite thing about Apple in the midst of the other like things that companies that make things that talk to you is that Apple is not, like, an ad company or trying to sell me stuff. And, yeah. I mean, I guess they're trying to sell me apps, but, you know, they're not trying to sell me anything. Uh, and so it does feel a little weird. There was something else, too. Maybe it was more more along this lines. Yeah, it was the thing. Yes, you're right. You're. It, it's this. It's what we were talking about that freaked me out as well. I was like... Mm. See... But they back it up by, like, I think the thing they're missing is a Google takeout, like, a preference system. Like, forget that I searched for Reykjavik. Like, I'm tired of these. Like, I wasn't actually interested. Forget I searched for a juice machine. I am excited, though. So this is something that I was pretty pumped about alongside the AR stuff was this ML kit idea. Because if any app developer can like hook into this learning, they can provide documents. So an app, Spotify, could could tell Siri what music you're listening to, and that's private to you. It's not telling Apple that. A, Spotify already knows, but now Siri also knows. Uh, if you're using another service like Pandora or Apple Music, it can say, oh, I already know that you like a Bon Iver. I'm going to give you this thing. Uh, and like that... that a virtuous cycle developers are incentivized to provide information to Siri because it's good for the users but that also means that they can they can they can sip off of that fire hose and use those sorts of recommendations if you have an app that is content based whether it's like e-commerce or uh, uh, music or news or something you don't need to build up this crazy infrastructure on your side to track users with creepy cookies. You can just say, iOS, I, de- I depend yeah, on you to make me more money by telling this user like why they should use my app. Like, hey, look, I we have all these Bon Iver albums. We have all this news about this thing you're really interested in. That's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's proven to work. Like, that's how ads work. I think the only thing they're missing is a way to control it. Uh, and if they had that, it would be great. It's like a little like bubbles of all of your stuff, and you could be like, "Nope, uh, you think I know about? You think I care about Iceland? I don't. You think I care about uh, John Coltrane? I don't. 
and then I think it would be great. Then I would be really on board, and I would look for all my apps that use it because it could provide a lot of non-creepy value. Mm. So what do you think about that, like, that, this development in combination with, like, the Safari ad blocking stuff? Is that, like, a power, an Apple, like, Oh, totally. It's like removing, it's like uh, turning off Flash. It's not an information power move. It's them asserting how they think this should work. Mm. Uh, But the, the neat thing is, I don't think anyone else is in a position to build out this like really fascinating it'll it'll be the biggest distributed system ever all of the iPhones doing this machine learning on these little data sets uh it's crazy it's terrible uh, and if they can do it like 80% as effective for you know for a user as the uh, so say i work for an e-commerce company if apple can provide me for free for free really good recommendations for people who install my app that are like, you know, 80% of what I could get with Google, but all users get them. That's a really good deal. I'm going to, I'm going to make use of that functionality because it's going to lead to more sales. It's going to lead to more views. It's going to lead to more purchases. Mm. I did forget it that it's like on device. Yeah. That's pretty Yeah. Cool. So I was really excited about this. Well, and uh, well, first of all, Dan, uh, credit, because that was the best summary I've heard of <laughs> of how this works and why you should like it. Um, and I am 100% on board on paper. On paper, you're 100% right. For developers, I'm going to go as far as to say gangbusters for developers. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Colby says feels good. I say gangbusters. <laughs> we have catchphrases. And so I would say uh, gangbusters for developers. Here's the problem. I ask Siri... Uh, will it rain today? And she says, searching the web for will it rain today? So I, I, I will believe it when it actually works. The problem is Apple yeah. is good at many things. This is not one of them. If Google was saying they were doing this, I would believe them because history leads me to believe they can do this. History does not get me to believe Apple can execute Apple on this promise. are not a guarantee of future success <laughs> or future failure. on paper, so. it's the right direction. So I'll give Apple credit for that. Um, my fear is this will end up like mobile me and, uh, ping and on the pile of, uh, Apple good try, but not quite successful things, but we will see. We will <laughs> I see. I think unlike those things, this, the thing that really feels good about this is there's, there's good incentives on every side. Agreed. Ping like, like who give like Apple doesn't really care about ping and neither did users. Uh, mobile me like didn't really contribute, but this like. Apple needs this to be competitive and and it would provide a good benefit for users and for app developers. Agreed. Agreed. But yeah, I, I hope they do a good job because I am honestly envious of some of the stuff that Google can do. Uh, and like using the Google assistant on your iPhone is it's okay, but it's not great. Uh, so I would love to be able to get some of this stuff. And if I can get it and not feel like a, uh, Google knows everything about me, then even better. Well, yeah, and you got to give credit for the privacy push from Apple, although to be fair, yeah. it is just as much a marketing thing as it is, you know, good business practice. Um, it's a yeah. it's a fantastic selling point. So um, good good on them for making that point throughout the announcement. Um, let's see, how are we doing on time here? Oh my goodness. Uh, we're going to keep rolling here. Camera app, got some updates. Um, QR codes in China, Colby. QR- I don't know if you got that part. 
Yeah. It's pretty you know, exciting. You I'm just point sure your camera. In the United States too. Yes. But. <laughs> Apparently QR codes are big over there. You can just point your camera at, at just the auto, just the regular camera app at any QR code and it'll scan it for you, which I'm shocked they haven't done yet. Seems like an easy one. <laughs> um like QR codes don't even do anything. They just like open websites and stuff. It's for China. Don't <laughs> Just one of those things. Well, I was just going to say, well, like, why wouldn't it do? I, I was more surprised that it, it couldn't do that already. Mm-hmm. Seems like a no-brainer. Um, they, they didn't want to, to crush the, like, I think they uh, were one-off like, QR code app. I think they were it. like you. They are like, what a stupid feature. We don't, we should Nobody wants this. this. We shouldn't give this credit. Big mistake. Um, mm-hmm. One of the big things coming out of camera is that Apple is going to start using the high-efficiency image file format to shrink the amount of storage that photos take. They're also switching video to H, was it HVEC, yeah. um, which is another is H.265. Isn't, isn't it HEVC, high-efficiency, was the, the HE? Uh, sure. Okay. Why not? Same uh, I, I've never heard of it, so I'm going to take your word for it. Um so that is interesting. We do have our first Facebook comment of the night. Thanks to uh, everybody who's watching live. We've had a pretty consistent viewership all evening. You can comment on Facebook at facebook.com slash don't panic show. We're watching as well. You can call in as well at 508-644-TECH. Um, Zachary Friss says, uh, Google is pretty good at the machine learning stuff. Just today I got a message from Photos asking if I want to archive all document photos to declutter my gallery. Mm. That's cool. So. That's what I need. I need like every time I accidentally take a screenshot of my <laughs> iPhone home screen, Photos needs to like put it in a folder that gets like cycled into the trash or whatever. Yeah, that, that happens that, a lot. And that happens on my watch too. I don't even know how to do it. Somehow <laughs> I'm taking screenshots and it's always just the home screen on the watch every time. Uh, um. All right, let's see. Continuing on. Um, a lot of stuff in iOS 11 I did want to quickly mention. Do not disturb while driving, uh, which is a new feature on the phone where if it senses you're yeah. driving, um, it will not let you get – it's basically do not disturb, so you won't get alerts on your phone um, until you stop. And it does things like automatic uh, message responses and things of that nature, um, which – It's pretty cool how it detects how you're driving is like sonar via the Wi-Fi radios to detect like your velocity – uh yeah do you think that happens on like or will happen on like public transit i think so but you can say i think you could probably just turn it off is Mm. was my guess but i don't know um transit you i i wonder if it's a sustained thing because public transit typically doesn't sustain like 45 plus miles per hour I mean, if That's it's true, it might be smart enough to know and certainly in certain major cities, what the names of the Wi-Fi is in, in the transit and to know if it's connected true. to those, you're probably on a train, but I don't. Yeah. I'm, uh, but what I wrote down, I put this in the slack. Um, I, to me, this just reads as we don't want you to use Google maps while you're driving. So we're going to not allow not. you to use Google maps while you're driving. And then no. the first thing I'm going to do is turn this thing off when they try and get me to, because they, as they explained it by default, the first time you use iOS 11 and you're driving, it will prompt you with a big blue button to turn it on. And you know, most people are just going to default click to turn it on. <laughs> and they are essentially blocking out Google Maps. It's brilliant. Don't get me wrong, but I'm kind of annoyed because Apple Maps is still terrible. So um, that's that was the first thing I thought of. I haven't used Apple Maps in years because, or frankly, Google Maps for driving it, either. So. It just drove me in circles. It's the worst. Once in a while, I accidentally click on like the auto highlighted address in in a text mm-hmm. message or something, and then I go into Apple Maps. 
Uh, Apple Music has a social element. It'll show what your friends are listening to. Get psyched for that. Uh, we got a redesigned app store. Um, there's a more of an editorial aspect. So great, more content. Get psyched. Um, That's good because the yeah the app store design is like real information overload. Mm. Uh, and hopefully this means that they improved like searching for apps. But Agreed. We'll um, let's see. That's pretty much most of the big stuff in iOS 11 outside of oh. AR Kit, which we can talk about next. But go ahead, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, AR is what I was going to bring up. There we go. AR Kit. Uh, Apple included that as part of the announcement. Um, it's so developers can build augmented reality apps. It can find planes, track motions, and estimate scale and ambient lighting. Uh, apps like Pokemon Go will use ARKit for improved real-time renders. Uh, they did a demo on stage where they were making little virtual coffee cups and lamps and exciting things like that. And then we saw that cool um, game-esque demo um, that was pretty neat. Um, I was... I wrote, I wrote better AR is good exclamation point. Um, and that was to me like the number one to number two, most exciting thing about the announcement today. Yeah, that was really impressive. Uh, I wasn't like going when they started talking about AR. I was like, all right, like, here we go. But it was, it looked really good. And Apple is a company and Ian, whoever it was who's presenting, I forget alluded to this. Like they don't, they don't do demos that aren't actual on hardware demos. So, like, this wasn't mm. some, like, pre-rendered Microsoft glass thing, whatever the hell that thing was called. This was, like, actually happening on that table uh, in real time. And it was really, really cool. Like, imagine, I was I was at a bar uh, before I came here, and it's like, you know, these little tiny tables. And I was imagining, like, oh, you could make, like, cool games that, that change depending on the size of the table, like some sort of, like, ball flicking game where you have to flick these balls and they bounce along the thing uh, and it would change every table you play it at the game would change i was like ah oh, this would be this would be really cool it's yeah and i was i was really impressed by the demo to you i'm not convinced of the practicality of the like looking through your phone at stuff to play pokemon play, go play has proven maybe this out. yeah well, maybe no, that's true, Colby. I agree with you. That's why in the fall they're going to announce their uh, their glasses, and this all makes sense. Mm. I mean, I, literally, I think that's why they announced it now. So nobody's surprised when they announce glasses in the fall, and that's mm, that's what I it. See. And we've seen we, we've seen the leaks that they're working on it. I, oh. And if it's not this year, it's next year, and they're going to be pretty, no, and we're all going to buy them. That they that there will be no glasses. How many dollars you broke up dollars? there for a minute? Five, five whole dollars. Five. I yeah. will. Um. All right. I will. I will. I will bet you five Apple Pay iMessage dollars. Uh, that they will announce their their glasses this year. They may not be on sale. Hello. Are you guys still there? Yeah. Hello. Both of my monitors just completely died. Oh, we can see you. Oh just shit! Keep, this is really. Going. This is Roll really bad. <laughs> what the hell just happened? <laughs> no, no. Literally, they're both completely black. This is really bad. What the hell happened? Oh, shit. I think... Did you get, did you get so excited you kicked the power strip or something? <laughs> no, but you know what's really funny is 
because I, I, I don't like to leave all the monitors and I've got all kinds of shit plugged in. And so I have it on my Wemo smart switch and I think it just switched mm-hmm. itself. It switched itself off for no reason. Mm. God damn it. This is why the smart home is such a joke. All right. Anyway. All right. The, they're back. They're booting up now. All right. They, <laughs> all right. I was going to say they're going to turn on like in the middle of the night and be. be <laughs> um, yeah. So AR, I'm down on VR, but I'm up on AR. So I'm excited. Um, yeah. oh my goodness. How are we doing on Jesus Christ? We're almost at an hour. We haven't even gotten to like half the announcements. Holy shit. All right. Oh, we only really have one big one left. No. Well, we haven't gotten a max or iPad. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. Yeah. So Super let's hit up iPad. or home pod. All right. Let's hit up max really quick. Oh. We've got, yeah. um, new iMac desktops. They got better display, better graphic, better processors, better everything. Um, this is when they demoed the VR stuff with the better Mac. We also have the iMac Pro, presumably replacing the Mac Pro. 5K display, all in one. No, this isn't replacing the Mac Pro because they said in the presentation that there would be a Mac Pro coming that they're going to show later this year. Yeah, they did. I thought so. Uh, I'm pretty sure they said (laughs) that. Well, anyway, we'll see. Um, And the other thing that that, uh, I learned recently from a like a internal present, not internal, but a thing that Apple said publicly from PR is that uh, which of all their pro apps, Sean, so you've got, you know, Logic and Final uh, Cut. Final Cut. Yeah. Which which do you think is used the most? Uh, Mail. Hint, I did. I know. No, I don't know. Uh, Mail isn't a pro app. Xcode is the most used pro app that Apple offers, which implies that software engineers are their number one pro consumer, which is super interesting. Makes sense. Mm. I buy that. Anyways, yeah. Um, No, honestly, the one note that I wrote down in my little notepad about the iMacs is that, um, what did I say? Non-configurable iMac Pro, and by that I mean when you put in an all-in-one, Apple gets to keep selling you a new one every two years because you can't put in new components. So, yeah, smart people. That's true. They're thinking. That was the first thing I thought of. I said, because that's, that's the whole that's selling point of the Mac Pro is you can swap shit in and out. Mm. Good job. Um, okay, so those are coming. They'll be very expensive, and you can get them in <laughs> December. Starting Except at the, five the tiny MacBook got less expensive. That's true. Oh, then yeah. the MacBooks are all getting new processors. So, uh, yeah. you know, we're cheering I think about. something else got less expensive too, but I forget um, what it was. The iPad pricing got 13 inch MacBook Pro. I think the 13 inch MacBook Pro got less expensive too. Hmm. Um, yeah. Let's see. We've got a new iPad Pro, 10.5 inch. Um, it is. I, they weren't clear to me. Is it replacing the 9.7 inch? Is that the yeah, idea? Okay. <laughs> so it'll just like be that and the 12. For the pros, right? Yes. And then they'll still have the nine, the and then nine the mini. regular or something. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, no, it says iPad Pro will now be available in three different sizes with a new 10.5-inch model introduced today. So I guess you do get oh. all three. That doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't maybe, you? Maybe they're just doing that thing where they keep the old one around and it's not, like, upgraded. Oh, well, uh, you know what? I don't know. Let's, I, I do think it's just the pros are just the 10 and a half and the 12, and then the nine is just the regular iPad. Gotcha. Um, let's see. It's uh, obviously faster. It's got more cores and that sort of things. It supports HD video with the 120 hertz refresh rate. They focused a lot on that, so the display is going to be crazy. Um, 
it they've dropped the latency rate for Apple Pencil, so that's going to be better, better display, um, better cameras, all that jazz available later this year, starting at 300 and uh, no, that's not right. Starting at $649. Yeah, that's more like it. Um, lastly, we didn't touch too much on iOS 11 for iPad. We talked about the file system, um, but also they've upgraded multitasking, so you'll be able to better, um, with a new app switcher, so you'll be able to pull up new apps, do the side-by-side, and rearrange them, um, including so in the cool. application switcher. Um, Apple Pencil's more integrated, so you can do more stuff in notes. You can uh, annotate screenshots as well. Um, yes, I'm actually, per- I'm, I'm gangbusters on iPad. There, I said it. Mm. Um, I really wish I had an excuse yeah. to buy one because my old laptop is now officially old. And <laughs> if I were to replace it today, I would really take a serious look at an iPad Pro because um, I'm kind of, kind of excited by what, by what they were selling me today. Yeah, I thought the screenshot thing was clever. Um, I also thought the multitasking looks really cool. I think we'll have to wait and see if it is actually really cool. Well, and I like that the the 10.5 inch also has the full-size keyboard. That comes with it, too. So really, you're talking about Mm. more of a computer than the smaller version. Zachary Friss on uh, Facebook comments one more time, and I agree with him. All I want is the new keyboard keyboard and trackpad in black. Looks so good. That Mm. comes with the iPad Pro. Uh, I can't can't wait till we get those in the vending machines at work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) Good. All right. Um, Lastly lastly um home pod no it is not an alien spaceship it is a an apple speaker they focused really heavily on the music and sound aspect of it first smart speaker second um it uses spatial awareness to tune and better fill the room with sound based on the space it's in um it's just this little kind of speaker ball thing um it also has what they call a musicologist feature which is basically just siri but you can ask it complex music related questions and it'll play all your apple music that you want but it'll also do all the normal siri stuff you can ask it the weather and sports scores and control your home kit items and things of that nature um it will be available in two colors black or white um it'll be available in december starting at uh not starting it will cost 349 dollars it's a lot of money is it a lot of money? How much is an is an Echo? The Echo with the screen is two thirty, and oh, the yeah. regular cylinder is one fifty. A Google Home is, I think, one twenty five. Mm. But like a Bose speaker, which is what I think what they're or like a Sono speaker, which I think is what they're trying to compare it to. I mean, that's more in the the two to more three three hundred dollar right. price range, yeah. Right, and it doesn't listen to you. While uh, you're doing. That's right. Right. One other yeah, thing I, I didn't... thought this was the this was the right play for them was to go for a making mm. a speaker that actually sounds good. I think if it is as good as a $300 speaker, like if it is like one of the best sounding speakers you can buy and you pay, cause those are $300 to $400. Oh, easily. Uh, and you get like, you know, pretty good. I think it needs to be better than what Siri is now, but if it's better than what it is now, you pay 50 bucks for that. I think this will do decently well amongst people looking to buy $300 speakers. Yeah. I was really excited about AirPlay 2, and I hope that other things support this besides just the Apple speaker. Uh, were there any details on what AirPlay 2 is, or just no? Like... But they—it's the, the, mostly the two mo- things. Oh, go ahead. 
Uh, yeah, the two things, the only thing they said is that it's multi-room, but the mm-hmm. thing that they implied is that inherent in the protocol is information about what is being played so that mm. like devices that are being airplayed too could tell you things about what is what what's happening you could control this like the airplaying from another device that's not like the thing that it is actually actively airplaying because it knows like what position you are in the the podcast or whatever interesting they did announce a podcast they had podcast support on the airpod thing right uh, yes. what i hope is that this is you know, in concert with the new Siri features, a lot of things can uh, can make their content indexable by the AirPods. So you can say, play a podcast, and it knows that you have this podcast app. And you can say, I want to listen to this song, and it knows what your song thing is. It sounds like it's only going to be Apple Music, which kind of sucks. Womp. Uh, Not good. But yeah, to be honest... I don't know. I might switch back to Apple Music because Apple Music does have some songs, some albums on it that aren't on Spotify. So, plus, like one of my favorite bands, I think I talked about this on the show. Stop me if I did. Took their music, some of their albums off of Spotify and Apple Music. Mm, Taylor Swift. Oh (laughs) no. Uh, So I have I have now bought them on iTunes. So mm-hmm. now, like, on my phone, I'm switching between Spotify. I'm like, okay, is the song I'm listening to on, on iTunes or is it in Spotify? And this works okay on the desktop app because it can, like, index your iTunes library. But the phone, I think I've read that it's supposed to be able to, but it never worked for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I might, I might switch back. When I used the Apple Music, it was fine. It was better in some ways, worse than others, so. Yeah, I, um... I don't know. It, I'm I'm on the fence. I mean, it's a lot of pros and cons, right? I mean, I I, I will yeah. say the echo sounds terrible. The speaker in that thing is a joke for music. It really and podcasts. Yeah. Podcasts, frankly, I don't listen to podcasts on it because they're almost kind of hard to hear. It's not a good speaker. <laughs> like it's yeah. really good at the smart stuff, but it is not a great audio system. So I get where they're coming from, and if this is a really good speaker, hey, good for them. Um, but I, for me. The fact that it's locked into Apple Music and the fact that I'm just not a big fan of Siri says I can go spend the same amount of money and get a Sonos and it sounds pretty good and I can get as much music from any service on it I want, you know? Yeah, I wish that they had uh, put more of this into the Apple TV because I have good speakers hooked up to my TV and they went out and said this in the keynote, but it seems like a lot of the features inherent in the HomePod are not available. Some of them are, but a lot of them aren't available on Apple TV. Well, and part of the issue, too, is that AirPlay, as far as I know, I could not tell you many speakers that have AirPlay in- installed. I don't think yes. it's, it's particular. And it's the same for Google Cast mm-hmm. and most of these things. Like, it's just not pervasive yet. So It's only Bluetooth, yeah. So you're pretty much going to have to buy, like, if you want whole home audio, you're going to have to buy a ton of these home pods and put them everywhere, which is fine. And some people are going to do that, but I yeah. just don't, for me, the selling point isn't big enough for me to like, I'm, I'm happy with my echo. I'll put it this way. It's also, it's also like, I feel like it doesn't fill every speaker use case either. Right? Like it's not a like under TV speaker or anything. This is like just a echo style. Yeah. Thing with a good speaker and maybe like maybe it makes sense in like a bedroom or or you know 
auxiliary rooms. I, I don't know. I mean, well, even, I only have one room with to its, fill with sound. But. Even with right. its size, you put a battery in it, this thing's portable. I mean, it's not big, by the mm. way. If you're not familiar with the size, I saw a picture. It's like as tall as your iPhone. Like, it's small. It is not oh. a big speaker. Um, and so who knew? I think it'd it make a great big. portable it's, speaker. It seemed big to me on the in the picture. Well, you know, they blow it up on the screen, Colby. That's not actual size. You know, <laughs> oh. that's that's a representation. It was did, you see, did you see? Yeah, Craig Federighi in front of that giant iMac. <laughs> it was so big. He looked like uh, he looked like a toy. Um, yeah, yeah. I if I had more, if I had another room, like my only room that isn't my bedroom, I have no desire to have this in my bedroom. Is the room that my TV is in, and that already has a pretty good speaker, already has an Apple TV, so I, I like I can't really buy it. If I had another room, I would consider it. I would want. I really want to see how it like how the voice functionality performs because they have a lot to prove there. If it's good though, I could I could see myself buying it because uh, it sounds like using using Alexa to play you know, podcast and music is one of the coolest features that it has. Like, it works so well, it sucks that it sounds so bad that you don't want to do it. I'm way more interested in that than buying things with my voice. Like, that's something I don't think I would ever do. I agree. Well, mm-hmm. and and the, the bonus you get, by the way, too, that I, you don't get with any, is like iMessage support is built in, so you can send, listen and send iMessages. And so they're... they're it, you don't want to send a... Amazon messages or whatever the hell they're called. I'm going to Amazon video call you, Dan, and you're not going to know how to answer. And and you're I won't get even confused. get called. What will it ring me on? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a problem. Look, uh, they're going to sell a lot of these to Apple fans, Apple Music fans. Good for them. But as of today, I would rather you can get the Echo Dot and plug it into any speaker you want. So go get a good bookshelf speaker. And you're still spending less, and to me, having a better experience. But I, I, think, I think it looks nice, that, and if it sounds nice, good for them. Uh, something I want out of a speaker is uh, one of those like sound bars you could put under a TV. But the problem with the sound bar is, unless you're going to invest in, even if you do invest in a, a switch or whatever it's called, a receiver, like only one thing can be playing through at a time, and you have to manually, yeah, even with a receiver, you have to manually change the input. So if you want to use your dot with your speaker, you have to change it from TV input to the dot input, sure. or from like the Apple TV thing, so you can Bluetooth in. I want a speaker that figures out what is playing over it and just switches. Colby, the, I have the Sonos one, and that's what it does. Really, it like plays whatever is coming in. Okay, uh, that's what I want. Yeah. There you go. And it like, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of dumb. Like you can like override things accidentally as, as you could with anything else. But I think it gives priority to the TV or that was like a setting you could put on where it's like, well, if the TV is playing, you can, it'll only do the TV, but uh, all right, maybe that's what I need. I definitely don't need that, but yeah, <laughs> need is a strong word. Yeah. Um, the, uh, my the one thing I'm concerned about with AirPlay 2 is that um, I don't know how long it'll be before the project, the, the like random sketchy like JavaScript server that I run on my computer to get like AirPlay onto the Sonos. <laughs> uh, I don't know how long it'll take for that to get upgraded to, to the new version of AirPlay. Well, you've got at least six months, so yeah. Or I can do it myself. Uh, worst, worst comes to worst, I'll have to do it myself. <laughs> that sounds like a project, though. Yeah. Apple always making more work for you. Um, wow, guys, that's it. We, we, man, 
that was a lot to get through. It took Apple two and a half hours. Yeah. We only did it in an hour. Um, and we were, <laughs> I think we were just as fun. Um, <laughs> that is it. Um, we are out of time. Uh, no time for picks this week. Great. But as far as I can tell, I you guys have didn't have any. Picks. So <laughs> it's okay. I'm not judging, but you know, no picks. Um, yeah. But that is it. We will be back next week with some non WWDC Apple news. We promise we'll try extra hard to not say the word Apple or I anything. Um, we appreciate everyone who joined us. We had a really great live viewership tonight, including some comments on Facebook. Thanks to everybody who joins us live. We do it Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash don't panic show. It's a lot of fun. We love when you interact with us, but if you can't join us live, you can join us anytime on our website at don'tpanic.io. It's fantastic. These guys built it. Go check it out. You can get the audio and video versions. You just got to flip that little toggle at the top. Um, and you get that. All the picks from all the episodes are there. And of course, how you can find us, which is really anywhere you get podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, um, most major podcast apps, TuneIn Radio. We're pretty much everywhere. And of course, the video versions in HD, looking crisp at youtube.com slash don't panic show. Lastly, get a hold of us at don't panic show on Twitter. Uh, and our email is don't panic show at gmail.com. Is that everything, guys? That's a lot to get through. We need I less think stuff. you got it. Um, but we appreciate it. Like I said, we'll be back next week with more exciting tech news on behalf of Colby and Dan. This is Sean thanking all of you for joining us and saying honestly that we cannot wait to have you back next week for even more tech news here on Don't Panic.